Did you know that Can We Be Real's first birthday is coming up in the middle of May? And we wanted to say thank you so much for being a part of this podcast. And also, there's a birthday present that you can give to us, and it's absolutely free. You know that follow button on either Apple or Spotify? 63% of the audience who listens to this podcast have not hit that button yet on either of those platforms. And our goal is to get that down to 50% so that we have at least 50% of our audience who have hit follow on either Apple or Spotify. This helps us move up the charts. It helps us to grow, which means we can invest more money in making this podcast even bigger and better in our second year. So if you can help us reach our goal of 50% of the audience, that's another 13% of you who listen right now, hitting that follow button on Apple or Spotify to help us to continue to grow, that would be the best first birthday present ever. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. We're back with a bit of a bonus episode once again with Michelle in Bali. Michelle, how are you, mate? I'm good. I hope you've been paying attention to my Instagram stories because last time you gave me shit for uh, posting such a boomer story. Uh, yeah, because so- it was a it was a, a, a video of a red wine on a table <laughs> with some Balinese traffic in the background, but it didn't go for like the standard 15-second story. It went for about two minutes. So I was like, what's going to happen here? Where's the cliffhanger? No, there's no cliffhanger. But people need that long to read what it says, don't they? I do. Anyway, and so... Did well, you- don't stop me now. I'm having such a good time. Well, yeah, that's a big part of it. You can't you can't shut Freddie down <laughs> yeah. when he's singing. <laughs> Ever, but um, but did you see the other day? The other day, I posted a really cool one of a DJ, you know, around a beautiful pool oh, I did. At, yeah. in a resort. Oh my god, that was better content. No, wasn't it was, it? yeah. Well, and because you're explaining that your kids learnt to swim in the pool, um, there at some fancy resort at the Intercontinental, and this is not paid content, by the way. I'm just saying. And so we went back there for a couple of days because I wanted I wanted to share the memories with them and I drove them crazy. Oh, my God, that was the first pool you ever swam in in Bali. Oh, my God, you learned to swim on those steps. Oh, my God, I remember. And you used to, at the kids' club there, they take them fishing and it's so hilarious. It's like they've trained the fish to jump on the on the hook somehow because they know they'll let them off it. And so <laughs> it's so funny. So you walk past these ponds with little kids and as soon as they hear little kids chattering, they like swim up to you and they go, where are the worms? Where are the worms? Where are the worms? Give us the worms. 
It's so funny. It's such a great place. So, yeah, I thought now surely Bags is going to think this is cool content. No, I did. I liked it. It had a DJ in it, so it felt it felt much more relevant. The, I guess what are, so what are the kids doing now? I mean, obviously they were learning to swim 10 years ago. Are they now starting to like are they are they flirting yes, with other kids? Yes, strutting around, chatting with other teenagers. So, you know, because they can order their own drinks at, at, at a, um, yeah. you know, just, just ordering uh, dragon fruit mocktails and all this sort of shit, you know, and um, mm. living large around the pool at, at sunset and sitting in bean bags and just um, eating mini burgers and going, hey, where are you from? Oh, yeah, sounds cool. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's a good town, yeah. And so while they're doing that is mum, because mum, mum is single, so is mum on the prowl as well at the same time? No, mummy's having real cocktails in, uh, in, a, <laughs> <laughs> in a banana lounge. <laughs> although although the, the mums, we were all, you know, all the mums were getting a bit loosey-goosey and we were, we were all just kind of swim dancing. You know, like my yeah. my daughter pointed that out to me. She goes, "Oh my god, look at all you white women swim dancing to the um, <laughs> <laughs> to the DJ." I was like, "Oh, let us live our lives. Go away." So yeah, that's what we were doing. We were having a cool old time. Well, um, the podcast has a bit of an announcement. Um, while you're over there in Bali, uh, I don't know if you saw on Instagram, but you've actually cracked over one hundred thousand downloads, mate. Oh, I thought you were sacking me. Okay, cool. Oh, no, good, good. It's your own oh. podcast. Yeah, one, mate, that's good. That, we've only launched, like, what, seven weeks ago, 100,000 downloads, and that is all thanks to the, uh, everyone that's listening and also sharing the podcast around. It's starting to go It's starting to go everywhere. We've got listeners in the US, in the UK, oh. Canada, Ireland, Jesus. Australia, New Zealand. Christ. Yeah, it's wild, mate. That's brilliant. Look, a lot of that's down to Donna. We know that. Yeah. We know yep. that Donna's probably responsible. My mate Don Don's, she's putting it out there. She's telling people at the diving pool where a kid goes. Um, her, I mean, her other kid plays basketball. She'd be telling a lot of people at the basketball centre. So it's probably about 60,000 of them are down to Don Don's. But thank you to everybody else as well for spreading the word, telling your friends. You know, hit like and subscribe, guys. Hey, guys. Hit like and subscribe. <laughs> Do all that stuff that the YouTubers say to do. Thank you for doing all that. Oh, good yeah. times. It is good times, mate. Well done. Okay, talk to me about Jonah Hill. Yeah, he's not having a good time at the moment, is he? Well, because he's an asshole. Mm, I mean, okay. you know, that can happen. I mean, I, and I'm brokenhearted. I, I'm a massive Jonah Hill fan. I've been a Jonah Hill fan since Superbad. Yeah, Superbad's me too. Superbad's one of my favourite movies. Oh, my God. He's one of those guys, if I see Jonah Hill's in something, I'm like, okay, watching it, boom, mm. yes, okay, I'll, I'll hit whatever button requires a yes, you know, says yes on whatever platform I'm on, yes. So, so did you watch, watch the therapy? I, did you watch the therapy one that was on Netflix? With, oh, yeah, because that was pretty intense and pretty full on. I tried it. Look, to be honest, you're right. That was a bit of a turning point for me because I, I, I hit, Yes, of course, because I thought Jonah Hill, great. Mm. Um, okay, it, it, it really is you in, in therapy, your actual therapy with your therapist, isn't it, Jonah? Gosh, this is a punish. Um, okay, this is hard work. You're, you're, having, you're having light bulb moments right before my eyes and um, that's tedious. Um, look, I... But you know what, though? okay, as a, as a guy the same age as Jonah... I was watching it and going, mm. oh, this. Th- th- I was getting little moments out of it to go, okay, yeah, I have felt that or I have done that, you know, because blokes don't really okay. ever do that, right? And so it was a good for, for, I guess, for me to see a guy doing something that I probably should be doing myself. 
Okay. Okay, that's interesting. Because as a woman who's been in therapy a long time, I thought, mate, I'll, I'll do whatever I can to dodge my own. I'm not watching yours. Mm. So that's a really interesting reaction. So that in that case, that's really positive. Okay, so that's good. But I, I was sort of feeling like, God, are you a narcissist? Do we have to really watch you have your <laughs> moments? And, and now... <laughs> Now I'm thinking, oh boy, this is not a great advertisement for your therapist because it doesn't appear as though you've you've made it very far, Jonah. Um, because his ex girlfriend, who I loved, I don't know if you remember that moment where they wore identical suits to uh, a, a premiere. It was uh, I can't remember what it was for, but and I thought, oh my god, who is this fabulous woman? And I was so happy that he was with a fabulous woman and. And all that, and and he looked great, and you know, because he's famously says, "Can you all stop commenting on my weight?" And he was the first man I ever heard to say that. Um, you know, he says, "You know, stop telling me I look fabulous when I lose weight, because then when I gain weight, it makes me doubly feel like shit, and I mm-hmm. do have body issues." And yeah, I'd never heard a man sort of really say it that clearly before, and. So, yeah, when I saw him on the red carpet with this woman and they were wearing very flamboyant outfits together, I thought, yay, Jonah looks really happy. Maybe he's he's cracked it, he's cracked the code for himself, you know, with this great girl. Well, unfortunately, I'm so sad because that great woman uh, is, is, is his ex-girlfriend now, Sarah Brady. She is a professional surfer and always has been a professional surfer before they met. And she's released these text messages saying, well, in her words, she said, it's more painful and and more damaging to me to keep these in than it is for me to release these. What are your feelings about that? Let's begin with that, with releasing these texts. Well, I mean, I think if you could go through anyone's phone (laughs) and find shitty conversations that someone's had, right? So there's a part for me that's like, okay, well... What he's saying in the text is really manipulative and kind of fucked up, but also sharing private conversations. I just, I just have a problem with that. That's the problem. Though. I, I don't, I'm not a big fan of the old outing someone that way. I, 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 th- I wrestled with it for days thinking, I want, like I support her and because and, I'm reading the text and immediately thinking of her as like a girlfriend and thinking, oh, wouldn't that motherfucker. And I'm, you know, wanted to, wanting to text mm. her back and go, oh, I can't believe he said that. How oh, that is bullshit. Yeah. Um, but then I think, oh yeah, but hang on, what? Why? Why release them publicly? You do have your own girlfriends to talk to about this. Why? Why? And then I was thinking, well, I guess she's broken up with a guy who is universally loved. That is a whole other thing, isn't it? Yeah. Broken up with someone and you know who they really are and the rest of the world's like, oh, my God, he is the funniest, sweetest, best guy in the whole world. Oh, I'm so sorry you don't go out with him anymore. You're like, fuck this. I'm going to get this. Yeah, I'm going to rip this Band-Aid off and get this sorted out because I'm actually not the bad person here. Yeah, and in fact, she's feeling like she's come out of an abusive relationship. Because, like, he, this guy's controlling to the extent that he's been saying... Don't hang out with guys. Yeah, well, not not even don't hang out with... Don't speak to men of any age. It makes me uncomfortable. Mm. And when you're out in the surf, if a guy paddles over to you and just starts chatting about, wow, how bad's the surf today or how great's the surf today, you, you need to paddle away from him. <laughs> like, that was one of the rules. 
Have you ever had this where someone in your life has put rules on you? I, I can't imagine if someone tried this with you that it would last very long, but has anyone ever tried to do this with you? Absolutely have. And not that long ago. Absolutely have. Like it's incredible. It's insidious the way it can work, the way someone can manipulate you and have like these really good and important reasons initially why just bullshit but these bullshit reasons why they have to put these boundaries, they'll call them, mm-hmm. boundaries in place. And um, before you know it, you just realise you're following this really intense list of rules and if you break them, you yelled at and, you know, you're frightened to because you know they're going to know that you broke a rule and it gets scary and, like, no, in this particular situation there was no physical blowback, no physical violence, but I was like really walking on eggshells all the time and 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 even so I, I suppose that's why this situation is so, I'm going to use the word triggering for me, is well, like the texts I'm reading, I'm thinking, oh my God, ah, it's like I'm getting short of breath just remembering, God, yes, I know exactly those feelings and the gaslighting of you agreed to this and now or now all of a sudden it's a problem, you know, you're breaking the rules. And when she says, oh, hold on a minute, we were, you were sexting me a month ago or you were still leaning on me for support, like so much emotional support a month ago and now, and now you're full scale into a relationship with another person. So obviously that was going on at the same time mm. because I was in that situation with somebody who actually then went on to a relationship with a very high-profile woman in Australian media. Right. Who they, then then that makes you feel even worse because you think, oh, what is he telling her about me? Does she think I'm dumb now? Does she think I'm a – what does she think I am? Does she think I'm dumb? Does she think I'm a bitch? Does she think I'm – so then there's this whole other level of – it's just horrible. So so for all of those reasons, when I'm reading her texts, I'm thinking I can kind of see why she wants to show the world what was really happening. So with the, with the person that you're talking about there, so they were placing rules on you? Yeah, yeah, many, and, many. And how, how does that how, – how long was that relationship? Years, like two, two years. And, and, Right. Where does the rule giving kick in? Is it six months, one year? Like where? Because that, that can't start on the first date. No, 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 no. It's the, the in the beginning. It's very. It's charm, charm mm. bombing, love bombing. Everything's perfect. They're just like, just being like the ultimate person, the most incredible person you've ever met. Just like, and and it's incredible how much you've got in common with them. You think, I've never had this much in common with anyone in my life. Right. This is amazing. And that's because they're lying. That's because they're figuring out what you're into and then they're pretending that they're just, oh, my God, I'm fully into that. Mm -hmm. And then so you're thinking this is the most incredible connection I've ever had with anyone in my life. I can't believe this is happening. But then slowly... Rules will kick in and they'll be for their mental health like, oh, look, I just think I need I, – I don't think we should talk on the phone um, after this time of night because it, um, it, it I'm having trouble sleeping. So 
I don't think so. Don't call me after this time of night. Or, but then he could, he he could break the rules all the time. But I wasn't allowed to call after a certain time of night. Then there'd be whole week, whole weekends where he'd need a break from his phone. Right. Um. Think just and but then he could call if he wanted sometimes during those weekends when he needed a break from his phone, but I couldn't call or text. So is that is that so that he's able to have other relationships and and not get found out? Is that what was going on I, there? I'm assuming so now, but at the time right. I believed because he did come across by that stage he was coming across as quite mentally unstable. <laughs> because and this is where. Her whole thing about you are relying on me so heavily for emotional support, she says, you know, in one text. And I think, oh, yeah, I know that one. Because he cried a lot. He was crying a lot <laughs> at the same time. So that when he'd say, ah, I just need a weekend, I, can't, I just need a weekend to myself, I'd believe it. I'd go, yeah, okay, yeah, no problem. But then, mm-hmm. but then the next the Saturday afternoon suddenly he's on the phone because, I don't know, I don't know, the rule's out the window. But I couldn't phone or until a certain time Monday. That was the rule. Yeah. It, it surprises me that you put up with this for so long, knowing you. I, don't, I can't imagine you putting up with this kind of behaviour for, for two years. And so this person moves on and, and, and ends up with a high-profile... Oh, and the person, yeah, and the person that he moves on to is like would blow people's minds because she is very similar in terms of like oh well I was going to say similar in terms of intelligence but no but what I mean is like you would never ever in a million years imagine this woman would be with such a person putting up with this oh my god never Mm. this also by the way this guy has like no work no money like it's just insane it's just insane. So, okay, so with, with with Jonah Hill, you know, obviously for you there's a part of you know this person mm. and you want there would be a part of you that wants to maybe do the same thing that you want you want to show, hey, this is what this person's really like. So, what are your thoughts on what has happened to Jonah? It's different for me because what I'm saying is I can understand everything that I understand the texts. When I read her texts, I I would show my girlfriends, you know, like so I went through this whole process with my friends, which no doubt she has. I know, you know, she has as well because she she shows even her girlfriend's responses to them sometimes. But the difference in her situation is that everybody in the world thinks Jonah Hill is the best. Hmm. Whereas at least in my situation, the, the man is anonymous. Like no one knows who he is. No one cares who he is. It's not, a, you know, it's not like... Everywhere you go, every six months or every 12 months, there's going to be this huge media campaign about his latest project where everyone's going, oh, my God, I love him. Mm. But that's what she's up against and I think that is what has tipped her, I think. And she she actually said that the reason that she picked this moment that, or, or that she waited was because his partner after her just had a baby and she didn't want to upset her while she was pregnant which I thought was, I understood. I feel like on her behalf, she felt like she was going to fucking explode. Hmm. If if she didn't just say, this is who he really is and this is what, you know, this is what he did to me. And since then, other, uh, at least one other actress, um, Alexa Nicholas of Zoe 101, which I've never seen, um, 
she sh- has shared an experience that she had with Joni Hill at a party when she was a teenager that's that's a bit lacklustre. Um, so, yeah, you know, I think I think there'll be more... I think there'll be more. Yeah, well, I guess the thing that would be frustrating for the partner as well is that usually at this level of celebrity, there's a PR team around that person that is basically putting out fires consistently because at the end of the day, these are just, they're they're people and so they're going to make mistakes. But I guess when these mistakes come out like this, um, they they can't control them and now it's like a wildfire. So she she probably has been frustrated with the system that's been around Jonah when she knows what he's really like. Yeah. But there's a system that's protecting him because he makes so much money for movies and blockbusters, you know. It's that thing about us, how, you know, we think actors are their characters, isn't it? <laughs> I, mm. I've definitely been guilty of that. Sometimes you meet actors who, who, aren't, who aren't even bad people but you just think... Oh, God, that's right. You're not a doctor. (laughs) 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 You know? (laughs) Oh, I'm so sorry. (laughs) I just asked you a medical question, you know, or whatever. It's we, We have to remember they're not, you know, I'm I'm like that with Brad Pitt to an extent. You know, um, I'll forgive Brad Pitt anything when the fact of the matter is, you know, obviously some bad shit went down in that marriage and most of his children have chosen not to have relationships with him. What, what happens to Jonah Hill from here? Like, do you, do you think that in 2023 his career is bouncing back from this kind of backlash or is this this is almost like the end of the road for him? No, you know what? I think Jonah Hill is going to be just fine. And, and I cite the Brad Pitt example. I really do. I think this will blow over. I think... Unfortunately, you know, because nobody knows who Sarah Brady is, everyone will forget her. You know, it'll be it'll be a postscript. It'll be a kind of a memory, even a year from now. I mean, if if nobody really cares that Brad Pitt, you know, shoved Angelina Jolie into a into the wall of the airplane in front of the kids while they were screaming, "Stop hurting, mummy." And then threw beer on her and all the other things that have come out in the in the depositions. That that's legal. Those are legal papers that have come out in their divorce. If no one cares about that, then I seriously doubt anyone's going to care about Jonah Hill being a controlling creep. And the next time he does one of his mm. charming performances, everyone's going to go, "No, oh, how can I stay mad at you, Jonah Hill?" Yeah, don't you? Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It seems like this kind of stuff at the moment um, will basically end his career. I just feel, you know, would you go and watch a movie now knowing that this is how he's treating his loved one? Like maybe not today, but I mean, tell me, tell me whose career has been really ended by this, like, by this stuff. Well, I mean, yeah, you look at Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise has got plenty to, you know, yeah. and then, you know, we just saw uh, we just saw the new Mission Impossible over the weekend. And, and you know how we were talking about Mission Impossible and, uh, you know, did on he, the last episode. Did he climb something and then jump off it? Well, you know, and it's, it's <laughs> honestly, it's amazing. Like, I love it because it's, you know, it's, it's yep. just my wife wasn't yep. a big fan, but I just love when he's, you know, <laughs> on a motorbike. She was kind of dragged along to the cinema. Anyway, but um, it, the, the cinema was packed. I, you know, yeah. when you go to a, a new movie and, you know, maybe half the cinema is full, yeah. this cinema was absolutely packed. So he knows well, how to, fun. you know, he, he fills out a cinema, mate, no matter what's been going on in the past, I guess. And look, and he's never been accused of violence, certainly. You know, he's, he's in a cult. 
I mean, but apart from that, he's he's never been accused of, of, of violence, you know, being in an abusive relationship. So he's just a kind of a weirdo. But, I mean, you know, good for him. He's, what, 60 or something and... That's exciting. I can't remember the last time I was in a cinema that was full and certainly in a, in something like that. I mean, everyone must have been a hooting and a hollering. Yeah, it, it, it was good. I was like, okay, cinemas are back. Obviously, with three years of COVID, it was kind of like, okay, it's good yeah. to see everyone basically sitting next to each other and, and watching a movie like that. But, yeah, you don't really see that that often anymore these days. That's so fun. So are you going to go to Barbie with uh, with your wife? <laughs> oh, mate. Well, yeah, that's that's the way it works, right? Like yes. I get to go to Mission Impossible. She drags me along to Barbie yeah. and then, yeah, we, we compromise. Yeah. Yeah, don't forget, we're, we're all going to Barbie for that beautiful little battler. <laughs> don't you dare forget. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. All right, we're going to be back on Tuesday with more of your secrets uh, and we have a recording coming up. So if you have a secret that you would like to share with Michelle, all you have to do is go to the link in the bio where it says share your secret here or you can go uh, to the Instagram page as well. And of course, we have uh, listeners listening to us in America, the UK. Obviously, Australia is bringing the secrets at the moment, but would love to get some international secrets on the podcast as well. So if you're listening in America, you're listening in the UK or Canada or New Zealand and you want to get a secret on the podcast make sure you click on the link yeah couldn't i can't warn you enough uh, that you have to be ready to keep it real because if you're going Mm. to root your sister's husband and clearly Mm. have absolutely no remorse about it whatsoever then we're going to be very real about that okay we're not mucking around What are people saying about that? There are a lot of comments just saying, um, you know, this lady is a bit of a uh, B-I-T-C-H. She's a bitch yeah. and, she, and she hates her sister. Yeah. Although, you know, I'm prepared to say maybe her sister's the bitch. You know, I, I haven't met either of them. So it's hard to say. Someone in up and in there is a bitch mm. and, um, and the husband is a dimwit. So yeah, look, I, I, I'm more, I, I know the sisters obviously, but I, I think, the husband is is more fucked up than everyone in this whole situation because okay. it's just okay. it's in the same house, mate. You know, like what? Yep, 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 yep. You're right, and I know. You know, it sounds like I'm letting him off the hook, but I just can't help but feel that he is just a dim-witted pawn in a battle that's been raging from birth. Yeah. That's my take. That's my what take. What is that on battle? Is because it, I mean, it, that's a that's a very unique battle to have. Oh. 
Oh, the battle between sisters. Oh, Oh, God. right. I guess, yeah. I, I thought you know, the battle was with the guy in his mind as to why he's doing that. But, yeah, okay, no, I oh, get no. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the hairbrush gear. Simon, Simon, Simon. I mean, because you don't even have a sister, right? You have, just brother. A, brother, you yeah. have a brother. And so you two idiots would have just, you know, punched each other and farted on each other's heads <laughs> yeah, yeah, when it's sisters. You just described our childhood perfectly. <laughs> exactly. Sisters. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. No, there are levels, there's psychology, and it, it, can, it rages for years and payback waits. Let me tell you, with sisters, payback waits. Tell you what, though, my brother and so, I did some pretty fucked up shit. Like I remember one time um, we were playing soccer in the backyard and then my brother, who is younger than me, but got on top oh of God. me and actually pushed it's- my head into a dog poo. So that was a, that was a pretty oh. low moment for me and I think I've still got some psychological scarring from that moment. That's pathetic. That's, that's nothing. <laughs> that's nothing. <laughs> that's zero. You've got a sisters will turn a parent against you for for your, for your oh, life, God. and you'll never even know they've done it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, sisters are we are we are we have violence on levels you don't even know exist. Mm. It's like we see colours you don't even know exist. We can hear sounds you can't hear, and they're all sounds of violence. What do you mean? What sounds? You don't. I can't explain them to you because they're sounds of cruelty that only sisters know and we know how to weaponize them against each other. Oh, fucking Jesus Christ. Yes. Okay. This is scary. Yes. Right. And then we ruin each other's husbands. Well, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, if you have a secret that you would like to share with Michelle, uh, it's it's a safe space. Yeah. Uh, a little bit of judgment, but it's a safe space safe. majority of the time. It's not safe for my sister and she knows that. I mean, why, I, we should get her on the podcast. <laughs> I'm joking. It, it is safe for my sister. It looked to a point. And she knows that, okay? You didn't actually accept the invite there. <laughs> no. Is that because she would reveal too much? No, she's just, you know, she's a very private person. And um, look, I whip it up. Is she funny like you? No. Is, she, is she funny? Yeah, she is. She's funny in her own way. But she, I weaponize the media. She has her own weapons, and she yep. wields them. She, yep. she was, my, she's my, she's the favorite. Ask my brother. We know that. We know she's yeah. the favorite. Mm. And uh, yes, my father could hear her whisper from another state. Wow! Like she'd go, she'd go, Dad, Dad, in the middle of the night, and he'd go, What? From the other end of the house, and she'd go, There's a moth in my room. <laughs> <laughs> He'd come charging down in the middle of the night to to catch the moth. Yeah. Yes. If you want to share a secret, click the link in the bio and we will see you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday, sister. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.